now work it, now work it, now work it, work it good. Now work it, now work it, now work it, work it good. Now work it, now work it, now work it, work it good. Yo, I can never, I can never get enough of that shit. Like, anyway, this is International Aces. This is your boy Maze. Yo, it's Noah B. Yo, this is another episode. This is, yo, this is gonna be a fire episode, bro. Like, I'm not gonna hold you, bro. I'm excited for it, bro. bro? Yo, yo, uh, me too. Like, this is crazy. How was your day, bro? Hey, yeah, everything was good, bro. I appreciate you for asking. Things are going good here, bro. And I don't know. I'm just feeling confident, bro. I'm feeling I'm feeling motivated today, bro. <laughs> well, you don't, you, don't, you don't get motivated the other day, nigga. <laughs> yeah, fuck? right. Yeah, hey. <laughs> nah, how's it going though, miss? Nah, I'm just chilling, bro. Just working, 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 working. Hoping I won that million uh what is eighty one million dollars like or off the lotto. Hey, yeah, no lie, bro. Hey, I'm always striving for that, bro. I'm like if the podcast takes us nowhere. Maybe one day the lottery will. <laughs> yeah, gang shit. But anyways, anyways. Maze, 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 maze. Huh? I feel like you got something special today, man. Let the people know what we got for them. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do, I do. I got my homegirl on this shit. You know what I mean? Her name is Envy. Yeah, you know I mean? Um, give it up for her. I, I'll, I'll let her talk. Yo, Envy, Envy let's up? go. Thanks, guys. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> see yeah so <laughs> yo see she was a little hesitant at first to get on this shit but it was it's all it's all smooth you know what i mean um so what we're gonna do we're, we had like we had uh one of our viewers or one of our listeners actually hit hit us up like listen um the life of a a, a stripper is tough right i mean you, yeah. you they have this whole they have this whole stigma about them, like the whole oh strippers do this, strippers do that, stripper. I mean, like all that. But it's more bad, like but, like let's dive in, you know. Yeah, like. exactly. But we, but they see, but we, but you see strippers in your favorite music videos in this and third. So it's like, how bad can they really be, right? I mean, so Envy, she's a stripper. And we just want we want we want to we want to see it look at it from her perspective. So, yo, Envy, you got the floor. Like, what's good? Like, how Envy? How was your how was your how was your day? How was your week? <laughs> um, my day was not eventful. Honestly, I didn't do a whole lot. Pretty much normal life thing sometimes like that that's like that's that. the best days though like just kick back not have to do a whole lot you know pick up here and there and then that's it yeah it was more of like i i call them sunday resets where like you prepare for your busy week i like that <laughs> oh yeah, yeah there you go and i, I we well, i heard a little one in the background right so uh, nah, nah, i see you girl yeah yeah um <laughs> so so um what when you're working uh what is your t- what does your typical day consist of like when you're working um, are you talking like normal nine to five? Or are you talking like stripper? Like, Stri- or are you just talking about my day in general? Stripper life, stripper life. Um, okay. So like typical day would normally start, uh, like anybody else's normal day, I guess. You wake up, get ready, you know, do what you have to do around the house, get the kids off to school if you happen to have kids. And then like 
normal stripper life doesn't start until I would say anywhere between 6 and 10 p.m. Um, now, typically for me, my shift was a, a 9 to 5. Like, I worked 9 p.m. to 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, my busiest hours were probably, I don't know, I would say probably, like, midnight to 4-ish. Oh, uh, okay. Well, what days were those? Um, see, I worked seven days. Oh, damn. So it just, like, I worked five at one club, and then I worked two at the other. But, um, typically I tried to take, like, Mondays and Tuesdays off, because those were our slowest of the days. You know, beginning of the week, people don't really want to get out and about. Mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I would start, um... Normally, I'd go out on a Wednesday, and I wouldn't get there till I don't know, probably 8.30, get my station set up. Like, see, and I was a club for, or I was a member at a club for a pretty long um, period of time. I normally don't just stop into a club and work there for, like, a couple weeks. I'm normally there for a long period of time. Um, but, so, like, my station was my station, mm-hmm. so I could leave stuff there and know that it was mine. Like, other girls that would come in would have to take their stuff home with them every night. I didn't have to do that, because I was, like, a member for them, I okay. guess. So, I was there for a long period of time. I didn't really have to worry about stuff like that. Okay, so is that is that is um, that is that typical where uh, women... Um, that's not their home, what, you said station? Is that is that is that a typical thing? Um, so that only happens if, one, you are, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, their number one dancer, but I would say, like, a dancer that is highly, um, like, asked for. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's how you get your spot. You make a lot of money there, or you've been there for a very long time, is how you, I guess, gain your place there. Mm -hmm. They're not just going to give that privilege to somebody that's going to be there for like two months and then be like okay i'm out of here got you got you got you so um so you're you're so you actually have you you built up a a a clientele um while dancing right yeah yeah. oh okay so uh i i I i'm sorry i'm just so fascinated like what is the (laughs) what is the most money you've made in one night just one night on on, on, on your busy night, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, gang shit. What's the most? <laughs> oh, I gotta go straight to the hard questions, yeah. Uh, uh, so what's the most you made on one night on your most busiest night? Um, that's a hard question. Um, I would probably <laughs> that's say that's a hard question. no. You <laughs> I'm gonna like expose myself here. Gang shit, Sorry yeah. To all, my, all my people out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I would say on a on a on a really good night, um, you can walk away with anywhere between like a grand to like ten grand. Now God my damn. highest, damn. highest is seven hundred. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I my highest I made seven thousand five hundred dollars. Yo, I, I need to be a fucking stripper. What? Wait, wait. <laughs> Look, Maze is trying to go find a fucking thong. He's like, yeah, how do I get it started? Yeah. 
similarly. I got, I got, <laughs> yeah, I, I got, I got to find, I got, you know, I mean, there's stories. I got to find a male song. I, you know, listen. <laughs> I'm about to like, gr- like, like, don't do that. Just date a stripper. That too. I got see, uh, see. I, yo, listen. This is that. That I need. I need a date stripper. Oh my god. I was not being serious. Nope. No. Nope. Now. Now it's in my mind. I have to date a stripper. Sorry, that's my mission. <laughs> You're like you can't. You can't. You can't. <laughs> Once, once Maze has a mission in his head, he just goes for. Oh, he's gone. He goes all the way. <laughs> you know what, Maze? I got you. I got you. I'll, I'll bring you one. I got you. Yo, I told you, girl. Like, it's like you, like literally, like up the street. Like, so it's like, I mean, we, we. Yeah, no, here, but right? um, hey, envy. I like on a more, you know, on a different note. As far as like, you know, doing the job, um, you know, doing the stripper job and it's just like, how do you feel like your or do you feel like your safety is at risk or do you feel like you're, you know, well protected at all times and you're pretty confident in what you do? Um, I would say like starting out, you're kind of like scared of things that could go on because you don't really know what to expect. Like when I first started, I was absolutely terrified to go into the whole, like, um, like even be out there in that like type of crowd, because I was not like raised in an environment where, um, I guess like skin was, yeah, I was gonna say because like essentially it's like uh, more hyper crowd. I mean, everybody's drinking and you know X Y Z. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was I was raised in a very laid back um, like community, um, but I think it definitely brought out the wild side in me. I mean, I still was um, like grounded with myself. Like I knew where I came from and what I did and didn't want to do mm-hmm. things that I comfortable and wasn't comfortable with now i mean through my entire stripping entertainment lifestyle i was married and had a kid so i couldn't be like um i guess provoked by negative energies yeah. i guess uh, you know that's actually crazy though that was actually like the next question i had because i mean like being in I don't know. Maybe it's a, just a stereotype. A lot of people call them, you know, like strippers. But sometimes that can be offensive, though. I mean, like, sometimes you can address them as an entertainment well, dancer. Well, so, or there's just well, different yeah. different so routes what, to go with that. So yeah. what would, what do you prefer? Uh, uh, do you prefer being called a stripper or a dancer? Um, see, now, dancer kind of, like, throws people off. So... Mm. I would definitely say that I don't get offended by the word stripper. Um, now, if I'm talking to, like, a business and they're like, well, what do you do? I'm like, I'm an adult entertainer. Because you feel like if you if they say dancer, they, they're going to expect you to break out, like, some Chris Brown moves or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say I've never done anything like that. But I'm saying, like, that's not my profession. So I don't want them to get the wrong yeah. idea. So, yeah, yeah, I guess I would say, like, stripper or, like, um, adult entertainer or eighteen plus entertainer, right? But right. then even saying stuff like that, they could think like porn, yeah. and I don't want to be associated with stuff like that. Yeah, and then the 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 part where you kind of mentioned like um you know having a significant other and having a kid how do you feel like that impacted or maybe kind of you know influence you to you know do your job or how did it kind of conflict with your job that 
that you're doing, do you feel like it had any confliction or you just continue doing what you were doing? Um, I would say no. It didn't cause like any confrontation or anything like that. Now, my kid was super young. He still is kind of young. So I don't really tell him anything that I do. I just say like mommy's going to work. And then like with my significant other, I'm very open about a lot of things. I'm just the type mm-hmm. of person where I don't hold secrets from like many people unless it's like something that's I don't know, I guess needs to be held. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're just open in communication. So like I'll come home and I'll tell him what happened at night, no matter how crazy it is. Because like, I'll tell you what, you have days where you'll just be sitting at the bar and I, I like, I sit at the bar and I'll just be watching TikToks or like fucking around on Snapchat or whatever. But then there's other nights where you don't even have time to sit down. So right. I guess like, it's it's just a communication thing. Like you really need to be, um, on the same level as each other. If you're not, then that's where a lot of the complications and problems are going to come in. So, so the complications basically uh, uh, come to play when there's insecurity. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call them in- insecurities. I would more call them, um, I guess, lack of communication. Because okay. if you're like for instance if your girl is out dancing on other guys and like she's coming home and she's sleeping next to you and you know her schedule then you don't really have much to talk about other than like the basic day now if you have your girl going out and you know that she's supposed to be home around like 3 30 depending on drive time and there's not much traffic at at night as everybody knows unless you're in like atlanta um and she doesn't or houston home and she doesn't yeah, yeah. And she doesn't tell you, like, what she's doing. Then I see where there could be issues. But then that's between you and her, not her and the club. So it's more of a really gotcha. big, like, communication thing. Like, you really need to be comfortable with your partner before you just, like, are, you're just like, hey, I'm going to go be a stripper. And then he's like, no, you're not. You got you to gotta be mm-hmm. on the same level. So um, with that being said, would you – do you look at being a stripper as a as a, a, a career by chance, or would you like this, or, or, or would it be one of those milestones where you like save up a whole bunch of money and then you utilize that to do different things? Um, see, I feel like I'm gonna be attacked on this one. <laughs> um, <because laughs> I know I know a lot of women that make it their career, like they have they don't do anything else, they just strip and take care of their family and that's pretty much it now personally mm-hmm. yeah i don't see it which is commendable guys which is which is very commendable just do right, your thing yeah. absolutely like, bro that do that. like my best friend is has been a stripper since she's been 18 and she's the same age as me she's 25 so like i don't say like that's a bad thing i just feel like everybody in the world can live up to more than being a stripper mm-hmm like, I don't feel like that should be their end goal. Like, that should just be something they do on the side or something they do for a little extra money or something they do just to get out of the house. I don't ever think they should set that as their career. Yeah, like, I know this one girl, uh, she, 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 was a, she was a stripper. Now she's going towards the FBI. Like, that's just crazy. Like, I, I, right, that, right. that's fire. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, these individuals, they have lives. Like, people like, oh, uh, they're stripping to get out of college or shit like that. But nope. no, she actually 
um, was stripping and stuff like that. And I mean, she was, but her goal was to get into the FBI and move forward. Like, I yeah. mean, forget that stripping shit, but she, that was her goal. And I'm like, yo, that's fire, bro. Yeah. Getting into the FBI after that shit, I mean, <laughs> goals. That's goals. Are you, you feel me? Yeah, and a lot of people like, I know a lot of girls that are super young that are just starting out and they want a job that they can do at night after college, like you said. It's a great job for mm-hmm. something like that. Now, I don't feel like it's for everybody. You definitely have to be a little um, strong. And you got to be cl- yeah, and you gotta be comfortable with your body. Like you right. gotta like know you 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 gotta know that this you got a nice ass body. You flaunt, you work out, you do this shit and do that in the third. But you also gotta be like comfortable showing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, if you do have insecurities about your body. I definitely say at least try stripping mm-hmm. because it will one hundred percent. There is nothing better. Personally, there's nothing better than hearing a guy tell you how good you look, even though you know guys don't know shit about nothing. So I have a question for you. So mm-hmm. um, what what turns you... Well, okay, so when you're dancing, right, what turns you off the most? Like, what, 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 what group of people turn you off the most? Old guys or, like, the young, the young crowd? Um, I definitely have a mixture of both clientele. I wouldn't necessarily say that either one of them steer me either way. The one that makes me the most uncomfortable would be older guys. Um, but the thing that really makes me like not want to continue my night is like, um, I don't know. I would say like bodily fluids or them hitting me, like because everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. Exactly, and I, that I, I, that that kind of made me go into. Wait, bodily fluids. What the Wait, did you have a point? No, 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 no. I want to know about the bodily fluids. What bodily fluids being thrown around while you're stripping? Well, see, I'm not 100% of, like, how deep I'm allowed to go in the conversation with it being a podcast. No, no, you can go deep as you want. You can do it deep as you want. It's a podcast, bro. Okay. Well, like, okay, so when you go into a strip club, typically you don't – you, you got to be very careful on things that you do because – you get clients that are like super nice and happy go lucky. And then you get other clients that are like, I'm going to tell you how to do your job. There are other ones that like look at you as like a sex object. So like you have to just be very careful and you have to be very um, aware of like things that are going around you. Even if you can't hear the person next to you, you still need to be watching the room. You need to be very aware of everything. Um, Bodily fluids, the strip, club manager or owner, depending on how big or little the club is, should always tell the girls that you are not allowed to take your shoes off in the club regardless. You should always have some sort of sole underneath your feet. Because one, when you get older gentlemen, yes, they cannot handle themselves. They cannot hold their urine. Some of them cannot hold their bowels. I will just say that. And then when you get the young guys, for instance, like soldiers that have not been um, okay, okay, around. Continue. I've, I've I've been a soldier, and I have I've not been around women for a long period. Listen, keep going. I'm I'm waiting for this. I'm <laughs> seeing what this is. So I can't necessarily say like everybody is like this. I just know like what I've experienced, and I know that um, 
like soldiers that are around or not around women for a long period of time and say they go in and get a lap dance or they go in. I mean, I feel like we might. I feel like we might bust. I, I'm trying to save it. I'm trying to save face for all our soldiers out there. But <laughs> I mean, because I was I, I was once that guy. But I mean, we might bust a nut real quick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean. Uh, so yeah, that falls into the same category. Of why you don't take your shoes off? Because if you take your shoes off, you could be stepping in somebody's little babies. You know, like you just don't do that. And you certainly well, they're not babies no more. They're like smush babies. No. Fuck off. You know, still, ain't nobody is little slimy slimes need to be on my feet. I'm good. <laughs> like, no. So, you, like, bodily fluids happen all the time. And then you get, like, the the other type of guys that are like, ooh, I want to just touch you, feel you, kiss your neck, lick your face, whatever the fuck they want to do, because they feel like if they're Ew. paying for you, they should be able to do whatever they want, which is not the case. Like, we're yeah. not- and this. That's kind of what where I was going with it, Envy. I was I was just gonna ask the question like, do you feel like a lot of drugs are influenced into this, you know, specific like on either side? I mean, the guy that's, you know, trying to get with the person or even just being that person on the other side, like do you feel like it's anything that's influenced by it or you just have to deal with this like on a regular level? Um, that's pretty much a regular level thing. Like every night you will experience new thing you will either like that goes along with the whole boring uh night or like very very rowdy night i have definitely had the experience Mm -hmm. where i um one one uh like group in particular came in one night it was around like 2 a.m when all the rest of the bars closed so everybody comes to strip club after they're already like very intoxicated I had a group of customers come in and one guy got very, very frustrated because there is only so many people that a a stripper or an entertainer can get to at a time, especially when you have other customers Mm -hmm. coming up to them and handing them money, being like, here, I want the next dance. But then there was like 13 in front of that person and they get frustrated because they have to wait. Um, So there's like confrontation that happens in the club. Um, so my craziest night that I ever had happen was I had a group of young gentlemen come in and they actually shot up one of the clubs that I was in while I was on stage. Oh, shit. Yes. It was, oh, shit. Really? Shit gets super insane and you never know what you're going to walk into, whether you're just coming into the club or you've been there for years whatever like you always have to expect the worst because you never know what's going to happen wow um wow well i'm glad you, I'm, I'm definitely glad you made it out that situation alive um, <laughs> yeah, me too um, I, 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 yeah I, I, I wouldn't be we would not be having this conversation if you, it was self you know what i mean so um <laughs> Definitely sex. There's definitely drugs. There's definitely guns. There's so like all of okay, that. Okay, so so now that you said that, like, um, I just I just I just want to get a a general statistic from from your point of view, since I mean you about that life and stuff like that. How many of your coworkers? Because I mean, I'm pretty sure you're not. Um, and if you do, you mm-hmm. let me know. But how many of your coworkers would uh? actually accept um extra money to have sex 
Um, I would probably say all of them. Oh, damn. I, damn. I can confidently say that every single club that I have been in or been associated with, I don't think I've ever met another stripper besides myself that has not ever taken money for other um, activities, I would say. Hey, uh, so would you do, so you wouldn't, or would you, or would you you not? I personally would not, because I see that as prostitution, and I'm not a prostitute. Now, I may be wrong, and other people may have other opinions, and that's perfectly fine, but I do not. I would not. Now, okay. I do not count selling content as um, other activities. I'm saying like anything sexual. Gotcha. All right. No, 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 no. That makes it makes sense. It makes sense. But wow, that's it's it's crazy how much um that literally just opened my eyes as far as how many people are willing to do shit for ex- just extra money. You know what I mean? Now, also, keep in mind that when they say everything has a price, they mean literally Mm -hmm. everything has a price. Everything can be bought. Um, And I don't know many strippers or many entertainers that are in relationships. So I feel like strippers are typically, like, either open married people, openly dating people, or people that are not even in a relationship, like, at all. It's not an environment for couples, I would say. Like, people that go to strip clubs, like, as a couple, they're looking for a third person. So, say me and my significant other go into a club, the stripper would automatically assume that we were looking for a third person, whether we were or we weren't. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just to give you all a little insight, you know, of uh, one-on-one with someone who does it on a professional level. And I mean, like a lot of the stereotype that, you know, goes around in society today is that, you know, they're all bad people. And in reality, I mean, like these people are just trying to make a living and it's it's just a way of life. And that's, that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, I definitely see like people that are like, oh, um, can like we hit it outside the club because you know all strippers are whores or all strippers are you know whatever or easy to jump into bed or whatever and that like you can think that that's your that's your opinion you can think whatever you want Mm -hmm. of whoever you want but i don't necessarily know like that's true because i know that i am not that way but I do know people that are that way. So I wouldn't necessarily say like everybody is exactly the same. Well, um, this has been a great, great, great topic. Great uh, conversation with the, with the homegirl. Yeah, with the homegirl Envy. I mean, you're going to see her later on in uh, uh, future podcasts and stuff like that. But, yo, listen, um, I, I, I enjoyed myself. Uh, what do you guys? What do you guys yeah, did you enjoy yourselves? I I think it was amazing, bro. Yeah, that was cool. That was very very bare minimum. That was very bare minimum. <laughs> bare bare minimum. Bare minimum. Yo, it's International Aces Podcast. As always, we definitely appreciate y'all for tuning in. 
If y'all enjoyed today's episode, make sure y'all go rate us to five stars. Also, y'all can find us on all platforms at International Aces Podcast. Make sure y'all go follow our special guest today at sexy underscore NB. Noah B624. And this is your boy Maze8905. Y'all just make sure y'all go follow me and Envy. Y'all got on other shit. Wait, 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 wait. Just you guys? No, I gotta take this shit, no. bro. Fuck Hold on, bro. Yeah, I gotta take this shit. Now work it, now work it, now work it, work it good. Now work it, now work it, now work it, work it good. Now work it, now work it, now work it, work it good.